It is going to get busy over the Cooperative Center in the next few days. Starting today, the Sask First Under-15 Top 160 Tournament begins. It runs for a few days here, and our Pats, who were in Brandon last night, they lost, but they grabbed a point in overtime. They lost 5-4 to the Wheaties. Uh, they're in Moose Jaw tomorrow night, and the Pats will be home Saturday at the Brand Center for the first time in a while against Brandon. So, yeah, the real district is going to be hopping with that under-15 tournament and uh, the Pats returning. In Saskatoon, there was almost 8,000 fans for the teddy bear toss. She scores! Easton Armstrong! I Oh, let's go, teddy bears! They're flying onto the ice, including my contribution. <laughs> Blades went on to uh, beat the Raiders 6-3. to three. Always cool to uh, see that video of all those bears flying through the air, too. Uh, out at Mission Ridge, they tell me they got another run open, so uh, that's good now. So four lifts and four runs, including the two pill, are open and uh, still ahead. Uh, what the city is offering, I'll give you some of the details just after the 8 o'clock news. There's a lot the city has now opened up in time uh, for the uh, the break here with the kids out of school. Lots of good stuff to do outside with the weather so nice. I'll get to that in a moment here, too. Uh, comedian Tom Smothers, one half of the Smothers Brothers, died. He uh, passed away from cancer at the age of 86. He does some loop-de-loops. Do around the world again, Tom. And for those of you who missed the Yo-Yo Man last week, the round the world symbolizes the philosophy of Yo. See, when we're born in the center, we go out and live a rich and full life. Boom, you're back to that center of Yo. When we- yeah, the Yo-Yo Man. You remember uh, perhaps watching him. Uh, that's that's what television was like with the Smothers Brothers. You just never knew how wacky and how, well, some might say lame it would turn into. But I can remember watching... Uh, as a kid, my my uh, dad loved watching the Smothers Brother Brothers Hour, and I remember him playing with his yo-yo and doing all those tricks. And I think that's where I started to want a yo-yo. And I could never learn how to do many tricks. Did the sleepwalk? That's about it. But anyhow, with his brother Dick, they were the Smothers Brothers, huge stars in the '60s, '70s, and a bit into the '80s too. Often appearing on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. This morning. At 7 a.m., my wife had a baby boy. That's that's not true. What? What do you mean it's not true? Wait a minute, Tommy, you're just going for some some love from the audience. What is this? Wait a minute, you do that that just to get applause? He's not telling the truth, that's right. You start off, you do a great job with Johnny, and then you you say something that's not true to this audience. Why do you do that? If if you hadn't said anything, they would have bought it. In a uh, statement, Tommy's brother Dick said of their relationship, it was like a good marriage. The longer we were together, the more we respected one another. He was 86 years old. And a little unknown fact, too, is that Tommy was there in that Montreal hotel room with John and Yoko when they recorded Give Peace a Chance. Hey, coming up in a few moments, I'll look back at uh, this year of 2023. We lost a lot of big names. Uh, I'll review some of those in just a sec here. Just mentioned what happened the Smothers Brothers uh, passing away this week. We lost some big stars of stage and screen in 2023 and in music, too. Early January, Lisa Marie Presley passed just days after attending the Golden Globes with her mother Priscilla. 
She was only 54. Laverne and Shirley star Cindy Williams passed away a few days later that January. And in February, it was Raquel Welch who wore that iconic doe-skin bikini in one of the most iconic cinematic images of the 60s. She passed at the age of 82. And one of my all-time favorites, Tina Turner, left us in May. Trailblazer in her day, such a force on stage and off. She was 83. July, singer, storyteller, showman Tony Bennett passed at the age of 96. When that music comes on, it's something happens to him. He knows exactly what he's doing. Hey, Tony. Lady Gaga! <laughs> but I'll tell you, when I walked out on that stage and he said, it's Lady Gaga, my friend saw me. And it was very special. It's emotional. It's hard to watch somebody change. That's Lady Gaga on her last ever appearance with Tony Bennett. It was his last show, and uh, he had, at that point, uh, lost most of his memories of his past, but when he hit the stage, he could still perform, and his career spanned 70 years. In August, 99-year-old Bob Barker died. And in September, uh, Margaritaville restaurant owner, singer-songwriter Jimmy Buffett, Passed away at the age of 76. And the death that seemed to hit the hardest, of course, was Matthew Perry. Hey, you know what? We all haven't been together, the six of us, in such a long time. What are you talking about? We're all together right now. Uh, Mon, Chandler's not here. Yeah, the friend star uh, passed in October. And uh, it also was the most Googled story of the year, according to Google. And the actor who played Chandler Bing had tried to overcome his demons, but was found dead in his hot tub in the Hollywood Hills at the age of... 54, and uh, well, what, only a few weeks ago, we lost Norman Lear. He was the writer-producer of oh, so many sitcoms, All in the Family, Maude, Good Times, The Jeffersons. He was 101 when he passed Norman Lear. A lot of notable deaths this year. Certainly some biggies here, too. Now, look, I might have brought you down a little there, but I want to... Leave on a lighter note before I take my next break with this family in North Carolina. They're the Rankin family. And over Christmas, they got a story that they're still talking about. You see their uh, young child got up early, unexpectedly, before Christmas morning. The toddler, three years old, opened up everyone's presents under the tree while everyone else was asleep. And then he woke his parents up at three in the morning. Both of us went to sleep thinking everything was fine. Everything was great. And then we were awoken with a request for scissors. Where are the scissors? Our three-year-old had gone downstairs and he had opened every single present. I could not believe it. Literally every little tiny thing except for the stockings were unwrapped. The initial response was shock. Yeah, that would be shocking. So their little toddler, three years old, had gotten up, opened everything up. But had an explanation for mom and dad why it was done. He like told us, he was like, well, I just was trying to make it less confusing. I wanted to open them so that everyone kind of understood like what presents were for who. So mom and dad have another child in the house. So they frantically do what they can to wrap it all up before everyone else wakes up. Our six-year-old had no idea. He could not care less that things were imperfect. He was just so happy that the magic had happened. It was just like the wildest story we'll probably ever experience at Christmas that we will tell for years and years to come. I joked that we would like write it into his wedding speech for sure. Now that's a memorable Christmas story that they're going to be telling for years to come for sure.
Well, if you're planning this New Year's Eve to uh, have a few people over, maybe uh, plan a fancy cocktail idea or two, well, mixologist Eve Bouchon can help you out here. She joins me right now, and uh, Eve believes mold wine is a great start, but that takes a little preparation, doesn't it? So mold wine is super simple. It is just taking a nice, rich, full-bodied wine, adding in your choice, you can uh, typically you add a little bit of cognac in there just to add a little extra Christmas cheer, uh, and then you spice it with things like anise, mm-hmm. clove, and cinnamon, and add in a little bit of some fresh fruit like oranges, and you just let it sit in a crock pot on low, so you have this really nice warming spicy drink that has a lot of depth to it it is delicious and uh, the fact that it's a little warm too is always uh well it's 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 cozy on new year's eve and some non-alcoholic options so with this one one of my favorites to do is usually you can find there's a lot of non-alcoholic spirits that are available one of my favorites is seed lip and they have three different choices so you can get grove which is a lovely citrus spice garden which has more herbal notes like a gin or just spice, which is really lovely. Yeah, so the taste of bourbon or a gin with the without the alcohol. And you can mix those with anything to jazz them up, right? Mixing those with a tea syrup. If you even want like peppermint tea, brew that, mix it one-to-one with some sugar, and then you put that syrup in with your either just soda to create a really nice, let's say, a peppermint-type tea cocktail. Mix it in with that seed lip as well. So one of my go-tos is a green tea and tonic. So I use Seed Lip Garden with a green tea syrup topped with tonic, and it is a fantastic, kind of a beautiful uh, winter replacement for a gin and tonic. Yeah, you still get the tone of it, right, without the alcohol. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And the green tea is always a nice little touch as well because it adds a little bit of sweetness but also a little depth of flavor for you as well because just because it's non-alcoholic doesn't mean you you have to sacrifice taste. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Mixologist, Eve Poussin, my guess. Now, eggnog, it's out year-round, a holiday classic. Uh, Add a little rum. You know what? Sometimes I'm lazy and I do the carton, but... There's nothing like from scratch eggnog, honestly. It just seems to have a little bit like anything. You have more flavor. You have better taste to it in general. I love lots of cinnamon in mine and a little bit of rum is always my go-to. Amber (laughs) rum, something a little bit sweet. Florida Canna, my prime choice for you. Five-year aged rum in there with extra cinnamon and spice. Yes. Nutmeg for sure. Yes, now you're talking. Now I'm craving one. Thank you, Eve. It's been fun. Happy New Year. You as well. Thank you so much for having me. Well, the kids are probably sleeping in, but when they do get up, uh, one of them lacing up the skates and going out to one of the outdoor rinks. At least 10 of the outdoor rinks are open now. Ray Morgan from the city of Regina said it's been tough getting them ready. When we have morning temperatures of minus 5, it does allow us to get a flood on. But once those temperatures rise in the afternoon to above zero, uh, we're limited to what we can flood and what we can flood. City also offering some uh, fun free winter activities. I don't know if you knew this or not, but there are fire pits scattered around the city. 
that you can use between noon and 11. You need to take your own firewood, but uh, there's one at Les Sherman Park, another at Mount Pleasant Sports Park, Regent Park, Ruth M. Buck, even Glen Karen. Uh, you could play, uh, well, kind of like Crokinole, only it's called uh, Croca Curl, in- incorporating Crokinole and curling. There are Croca Curl rinks in McVitie Park, Ruth M. Buck, and uh, the rink downtown of the plaza has it as well, too. Cross Country Ski Trail is open over at Tor Hill, the golf course there. It's a 9K trail, and it is groomed. And uh, what about a winter picnic? Yes, it's warm enough. It's going to be plus three. Uh, make some hot cocoa, throw it in a thermos, get some hot dogs, head out to uh, one of four winter barbecue stations that the city has set up for the holiday break here. A.E. Wilson Park, Rick Hansen Playground, Rotary Park, Optimus Park, Grassic Park have barbecues for an outdoor winter picnic. And if you are looking to ditch the Christmas tree and uh, want a few tips, Along with that and what you can recycle, Janet Aird from the city said uh, you can still recycle a lot of the leftovers in your green bin and even your Christmas tree. Well, in the kitchen this year, you have your green carts. All those leftovers that you don't turn into a stew or a casserole can be put in your green cart. And that includes the turkey, the bones, the grease, the salads, all the salad dressing. Any of that stuff can go in your green cart. So with all the packaging and gifting you've probably been doing, there's probably lots of cardboard boxes around. Cardboard boxes can be recycled, but they're also great in your green cart, and they can be put in the bottom and layered with the food, and it helps keep it separate and dry so that it doesn't stick. I've had a number of people ask me about this. They complain with their green carts that when it gets really cold, it gets frozen on dump day, it doesn't get empty because it's so frozen. Have you had that problem addressed at all? We've had some people raise that as a concern, yes, and we've been letting people know that the layering, like putting more paper towel in with your stuff or putting all your Kleenexes, cotton, um, and putting the cardboard boxes and making sure you have some dry or paper bags, that along with the food waste will help with it coming out of the cart. Good to know. And what about Christmas wrapping paper? Uh, Is that all recyclable, most of it? No, if it has a lot of embellishments or metallic on it, it's not. Basic paper, wrapping paper, again, is good. Um, And gift bags are not. And all those bows and ribbons and tissues are not recyclable either. And you can find that information out on regina.ca slash waste. And if you go to our waste wizard, it'll tell you all the Great things to put in your recycling and green cart. What about your Christmas tree? Oh, your Christmas tree. Well, it can, if you want to top it up and put it in your green cart, it can go in there. But we also are opening the tree cycle again this year. And it's open until the end of January to take your Christmas tree as well. And what about garbage collection and pickup? Is it still bi-weekly? Uh, yes, garbage collection and your green cart as well as your recycling cart will be remain bi-weekly throughout the holiday season. Just if you have any questions about what to recycle, I encourage you to go to regina.ca slash waste. And if you want reminders of when your carts get collected, you can sign up there for the Remondos or sign up for the Waste app. Thank you, Janet. Janet Aaron from the city of Regina. Well, Amazon's Prime Video will begin showing commercials on its streaming service in Canada February 5th. Over the holiday season, its action series Reacher Season 2 has been the big hit, and uh, soon Season 4, The Boys, my personal favorite, is going to be out sometime in the new year. But uh, uh, right now, it's commercial-free. But starting February 5th, commercials will be added. And uh, at that time, you can choose to pay $2.99 more to opt out of the commercials. The extra costs are coming as uh, streaming companies are looking for new ways to boost their revenue, which is, of course, going to assist them in not only uh, 
to keep going, but of course, to make all this fresh programming, right? But uh, I know Disney Plus has started doing this. They all keep doing this. Are we still going to be happy because we turned to these services because we were sick of the, the commercials on cable and now they're doing this and wanting more money. It's a little frustrating, I know. 826.